What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the God is Awesome podcast. My name is Aaron. I will be your host today. And what we do here is we interview people about uh, how God has been awesome in their lives, what how God has like worked in their lives. And um, it's really some some like some holy stuff that we're, we're sharing here is because it's other people's stories. And hopefully it's an attempt that, um, you know, other people can connect with each other and like really just worship and praise God. Uh, for that. So I have a really good friend of mine, uh, Pablo Castillo, um, is up, on the podcast today. Pablo, say what's up. What's up, what's up, Aaron? What's All up? Right. How are everybody doing? I'm so excited to have you on here um, and to really share your story. Um, and so let's just get started. Let's get right into it. Um, Pablo, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how old you are, uh, how long you've been a Christian, all that? All right. Um, how you doing, Aaron? Uh, everyone, thank you for the opportunity. Um, like I said, I'm Pablo Castillo. I'm 23 years old, um, born in Fort Pierce, raised in Port St. Lucie. Um, how I became a Christian, you know, it's by the glory of God himself. Um, through high school, someone just uh, continued pushing me and inviting me to little events in the schools. So um, the clubs, you know, and like, you know, like the Christian clubs in the high schools. So they invited me and one day a kid that actually like became my friend and I started going to his church, and that's where I got saved. Um, I think it was my sophomore, junior year in high school, and that's where I continued to go forward from there. That's that's awesome. So you just you just through like local outreach churches reaching into schools, they just got you, got you in an event, and you just went from an event to a church, and from church you met Jesus, and that's correct. it. That's yeah, awesome. Correct. Correct. This is a, this is a um, shout out to all the uh, campus ministries out there. Good job, guys. You're doing yeah. work here. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. So. How's it been, uh, you know, since meeting Christ? Like what, um, you know, how do you see a difference in your relationships, a difference in how you think? Um, like what's some of that kind of stuff going on? Um, I, you know, um, my life has been nothing but great opportunities. I've been making great friends, um, you know, so if it wasn't because of him, or because of my God, you know, like I don't know where I would be, you know, because opportunities happen, you know, great friends come along. So that's awesome. Um, so what's some like what's something that uh, you've gone through that might have like made you rely or press into God more like any kind of struggle? I know you were talking to me about um, how single fatherhood and depression. Maybe we could start there. Like what's kind of your journey been since meeting Christ? Because okay. I think everyone knows when you're a Christian, you, you're not exactly promised like a, a happy and healthy and wealthy life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. There's no, they're like when, when you um, follow Christ for the first time, there's no handbook, you know, there's no how to become a great Christian or how to become a great follower or anything like that. So basically when you uh, decide to follow Christ, it means like you're ready to um, let go of yourself and, you know, follow you're the one true creator. Yeah. And um, yeah, I am a single dad. And like I said, like we were talking earlier, um, it is a blessing, you know, that I have uh, a little one that looks forward to seeing me every day and hanging out and, you know, but, you know, we all make decisions in our lives and we have to continue to follow through. Um, I, me growing up, uh, I had a, my parents were never together, but I had my mom as a, a strong, you know, person who made sure me and my brother were taken care of. We had everything we needed, but nobody is, is strong in their faith. Uh, I'm the only one in my household in my family that is christian you know i didn't know that yeah okay and then um so uh 
back to the thing with my single with being a single dad. Um, I met I met someone at the college, became friends. We started dating, and then um, this is when I was still like you know um, new, you know, like I guess you could say to my faith and all that stuff. Okay. But because um, like I said, I I when I committed myself, but then I you know I kind of fell back because I was really interested into this girl, and then I fell back, and then I wasn't so, really so connected into so you were, relationship. You were involved in church, you know, you're really learning about God, and then you and then you got into a relationship that kind of pulled you away from God. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so how was that like dating, um, um, you know, getting pulled away from God? What was that like? You know, like, I just I just wanted to make sure she was, uh, you know, happy all the time. I wanted to make sure, like, everything that I should have been doing when I was supposed to be doing for God, I was kind of doing it for her, you know, making sure she was happy and making sure she got what she needed. You know, and not really um, benefiting myself as, you know, like when we pray to God, you know, God gives us what we need, you know. And then, you know, like that relationship that we have with God, that's the type of relationship that I was kind of having with the worldly, you know, um, with my ex. Mm-hmm. And and so um, was it like, a, were you like sacrificing things to, I guess, for her, the relationship with her? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, no, I just wanted always to make sure she was good, make sure she was always happy. Because you know how, how men are, you know, like, unfortunately, I'm going to admit it, you know, when we're in love, we, 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 we're in tunnel vision. We make sure that that person is okay. That's, yeah. you know, speaking for myself, I don't know how other men out here are going to say it or, or not. But when we're in love, we do, we're, we're not, we're distracted by everything, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. So what, what, uh, what happened there? So you guys are dating, walking through um, kind of like what's happening. We were dating, we were dating and uh, we were dating for probably for a whole year. And then, you know, things, you know, we start making uh, decisions and um, we ended up being closer. Uh, and then one thing led to another and she ended up being pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was your initial thoughts when you heard that she was pregnant? Mm, you know, what, 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 what a person goes through their mind, you know, Oh man, you know, my, it's, it's this is it, you know? Um, I was nervous, scared, yeah. excited. I was all mixed emotions at the same time. Really? Was there like, was there people that was with you during this time that like, I mean, like, how'd you find out? Like, Oh, I found out because we she t- we spoke to each other and she told me and then we confirmed it through a pregnancy test and that's how it happened, you know. Man, jeez, how, how's um so so what maybe what what was uh what was it like during the pregnancy? Like obviously you're younger. I'm not sure. Okay. Like... Yeah, yeah. I think I, I was just turning 22. Okay. I just turned 22, and I'm like, what do I do? I'm not like, are we gonna get married or are we gonna get uh, are we going to move in together? What are we doing? Um, and then as I was communicating with her, it kind of wasn't like we were clashing together. So it was kind of getting worse. Our relationship was getting worse. Um, our communication skills was getting worse. And then we ended up breaking up. And then as throughout the pregnancy, we would go to the pregnancy appointments together. But it was always like she kind of did. I was getting that vibe that I wasn't wanted there, unfortunately. Sure. You, you broke up mid while she's pregnant. Yeah. What what caused that? What what happened? We just could never uh, agree on things. Uh, I guess, you know, she wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And then she just wanted to do this basically as separate at the time. And then maybe I was like, okay, maybe she'll turn around later. You know, I'll give her her space. And then maybe 
that she sees that I'm there all the time, she'll turn around and we'll end up being friends and then we'll be good together again. But were we never ended up having it that way. Were you, were you frustrated? Were, was, I mean, did, yeah. did you? Yeah, I was frustrated. Um, I didn't know who to speak to, you know. Um, I was trying to seek wisdom, guidance, you know. And I do, I do remember I, was, I came to speak to you one time and I told you yeah. um, on a personal level. I remember speaking to you. And as the time was progressing, because even though we're not together, she's still pregnant. Yeah. So time is going, time is going, time is going. So what I'm doing is trying to figure out how am I going to live my life? How, how, is, how is my child going to come into this world? How are we, we're not even together. So how are we going fix to fix this? Yeah. So I can still continue to go to church. I still continue to go to work and school. Um, you know, and then I continue to seek wisdom. You know, I went to CareNet Pregnancy Center where I met someone named Kevin. And he kind of was like the lead of like the men's department of like um, my situation type of thing. When people want guidance and, and wisdom, that's where you'll go and they'll, they'll provide you the education that you need yeah. um, on situations like that. And then I also went to like people from church, you know, who are more spiritually uh, fit, fit. And I remember speaking to you, Aaron, you know, um, when I first told you about everything. And um, so with the prayer and the guidance that I had from everyone, you know, I wasn't as upset as a, a regular person would be, uh-huh. you know, or I don't know, because I had so much uh, support from my friends and my loved ones in the local church. It was very helpful. But there so, was time. Go ahead. Go ahead. So so there was like so I mean, I, so I, I would be freaked out. Right. I mean, I, I know myself. I would be freaking terrified. Um, yeah. But, especially with like being so young and then like uh you have a baby on the way and uh and your ex or the mother of your child doesn't want much to do with you if anything yeah and- we were we, she, she didn't even want to like even communicate with me at that point because i understand she was probably upset she probably wasn't ready neither was i yeah. but i was willing to make sure that she was taken care of as best as i could you know but she we weren't kind of like bumping heads at that time so i was like okay i'll let her give her her space and maybe later we'll reunite and become what we needed to be you guys fighting were you guys just iced out was it cold was it like it was just it was just dry it was just dry like in, in when we were dating oh, it was like all oh, lovey-dovey taking pictures posting on instagram social media and then when this situation happened it's kind of like turned us completely like off from each other oh oh so you guys were great up until the pregnancy yeah but it, like, i understand like what relation doesn't argue you know what i'm saying but um up until the pregnancy, that's what kind of everything went downhill at that point. Everything. Why do you think that happens? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just thinking here, like. I don't know. When you find out or you find someone that has the answer, let me know. Call me. I'll be there. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't want to, like, you know, put you out. Like, obviously, you guys aren't <laughs> married for everyone who's here, right? Like, you're, you guys yeah. are not married, um, um, uh, had sex before marriage and all that stuff. Just, like, kind of just calling it out. But it's like. Yeah, man, it's it's tough when God's design doesn't, you know, we're not by God's design. It's just then the sin comes in and it turns people, man. You you would think that, I mean, the, the it would be awesome if you guys like got together or, you know, made it right. But it's just, it's it's crazy how that happens. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just we're kind of reflecting on it with you. During just, during that point, like during that point where before my daughter was born, I was very upset. I was very like overwhelmed. I, I was trying to figure everything out. I was like, why is this happening? What can I do to make it work? What can I do to make sure she's okay? But mm-hmm. she wasn't She wasn't really having that or connecting that with me. 
So what I was doing is kind of like worried. I was very upset because when I'm home, she's she's home. And then I, I like when someone's pregnant, you want to care for that person. And I didn't get that opportunity to care for that person while they were going through that time. So mm-hmm. I was feeling upset as a man, you know, because like my child's there, you know. Yeah. So imagine if she's feeling some type of way, I couldn't help her. Yeah. So that's I kind of felt upset at that point, you know, because I couldn't really do much. You can her, step into the role that you felt like you should be stepping into. Correct. I would uh-huh. like yeah, but then from, but like I said, I had a lot of people praying over me. I had a lot of people, you know, there uh, walking with me. You know, understanding that you're not alone. You're this. You're not going to be the first. You're not going to be the last. You're going to be on the petty people are going to go through situations like this. But you, we all grow from this. You know, a year later, you know, today. You know, um, I love my daughter. I see my daughter all the time, you know, and it's very uh-huh. fun. And the people that follow me on Snapchat, we're always posting stuff together. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. Um, but other than that, you know, like a year ago, I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to be all right. Uh, mm. You know, I didn't think I was going to be as happy as I am now because I was depressed, man. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to hang out with friends. I didn't want to do much. I just wanted to go to school. Yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. So before we get to that, um, I just want to kind of highlight that God put people around you, people from Karenet, this guy from Karenet, people like in the church that you were acquainted, like, you know, you didn't dive into some kind of like crazy rejection story. You dove into the church and God's people and that's where God was. And, and they surrounded- as much as I, yeah, as much as I wanted to dive in out of the church, I like my friends were making me sure I was connected in, you know, I was plugged in enough that my friends were like, we're linking this together, you know, we're together. And if you're feeling this way, call me, we'll go, we'll go get food or something, or we'll go hang out or something. They were yeah. never letting me be alone. Yes. Situations like that. I mean, like, dude, I just got so many thoughts right now. Like, that's what the Bible says. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we are part of a body. And when someone, you know, like we come around that person and that body and we cry when, with, with other people who are weeping and we weep with them and we are celebrating when we're, they're celebrating and stuff like that. And it's like this, you've got this, like, mandate from god like as a man and as like a, a father now like you, you want to step into this role and you're not able to or not being allowed to and then like and to not fulfill that role is troubling and then you just have this like body around you like i'm so happy that you have you're plugged in man. you're plugged in like it, there's a big support system there that if people don't have that grow yeah i can like if i didn't have that support group or the group of friends from different churches that were like Yo, I'm, I got you. Like, w- like whatever you need, you call me and I'm there, you know. And I still have people that like that are texting me, "Hey, do you need anything?" Or we'll tell, let's go to the gym, let's do stuff. Yeah. And like the accountability, it was there 100%. Gotcha. But gotcha. like there was moments that I was like, I wasn't having it, you know. Like what do like I was still worried about that and um, how am I gonna finish school? But you know, by the grace of God, I finished everything. I graduated. I made sure. Um, she was good, you know, but that whole time a year ago, I was so upset. Yeah. I was like, what am I going to do? What, how am I going to get over this? How's, how is she going to, imagine if she's going to be with somebody else. Like that's what all those uh, um, questions were popping up in my head. Yeah. And then when I fully uh, gave it all to God, everything started um, coming, making sense now. Cause it's not me that has to make all these decisions. It's the Lord that uh, pushes us in the right direction. Amen. Amen. What do you mean by get it, give it all to God? What do you, what do you mean by that? Like, like for- all my worries, all my questions, all my doubts, anything that's going through my head that shouldn't be going through my head, you know, I just give it all to him, you know, and then he'll direct, the, the, um, direct me in the right way. Gotcha. Um, 
because like I was trying to figure out all those questions and I didn't need to, you know, because yeah. uh, God made this happen for a reason, you know, uh, you know, yeah. I was supposed to be a dad, you know, and this is how it's supposed to be. There's, there's some kind of sovereign plan at work here. So let's talk about um, your depression that you alluded to earlier. Um, yeah. Maybe talk a little bit more about that. Explain what's happening, maybe where it was coming from, how you were feeling, all that stuff. Well, I was always a, a very outgoing person, you know, from high school, middle school. I was always an outgoing person. Mm-hmm. Even the people who didn't know me, like, I was just had that open personality to talk to them, you know. Um, so when I went through, when I started dating her and we broke up, and I found out that she was pregnant. I was, you know, I was heartbroken. You know, I was upset. And then I went into a depression that I was like, you know, I kind of isolated myself from everyone. I started attending church. You know, I wasn't so active. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, and it was, you know, upsetting. You know, I got into, you know, um, smoking. Not not nothing like crazy, but just like cigarettes and stuff like that. And, um, and you know, that was kind of it, you know, and then I kind of just, God is not really hearing me, so why do I need to continue to pursue this, you know? That's how I felt. So you felt internally lost, like God wasn't hearing you, but externally, you had the church kind of like invading in your life, like trying to pull that. Yeah, I was like literally like on E, drained out, nothing like that, you know, and then I had people from the church that was keep praying, filling me up, making sure I was connected, make sure I was prayed for, filled up but as much as I felt like I was literally in the middle and then people were praying for me and as I was feeling empty oh man dude and it was I had dark thoughts I had a very upsetting because I just wanted to be what I thought it should have been like when when people think okay these two people are together uh they're about to have a kid you know you know like we'll start a family get married and stuff like that you know, even though we did things backwards, but we still could have progressed and made sure everything was right. You know, yeah, but yeah. it didn't happen that way, unfortunately. What were your What were your thoughts? You said you had. Was that it? Like, no, I just like wow, well, like she's gonna be with somebody else, or you know, she's gonna be with a family. She's gonna meet someone, and then they're gonna have their own family, and then I'm gonna be just pushed to the side. You know, so that's how I thought. Yeah, I guess I know a little bit about. It. I only know the, the the personally the um how it ended up, but how was the um. I was like custody and like working out, like she working out, even being born, like when she was, when your daughter was born, like walk me through what happened there. Okay. So, um, my daughter was born December 29th, 2017 and, um, best day ever. But, but we were just, I couldn't like best day for me, but I was like, I can't kiss her because we're not together. You know, I couldn't. You weren't together. You weren't there. No, no, I was there. Like I was, no, I was there in the hospital, but I couldn't like kiss the mom you know because we're not together so that's kind of oh, weird yeah. yeah and stuff like that you know but um i was happy i was good to go i was like okay i'm a dad i'm here i do I, this is the hard part is over we're here you know so we continue to grow and um my daughter's five pounds and i'm like wow this is a whole human here <laughs> everything everything that i've learned and everything that i've seen from the pregnancy center from people that were giving me guidance they're like okay you got this you just gotta stay seeking prayer and i'm like okay so as we leave the hospital me and her started becoming like more talkative. We're talking, we're being friends at that time. Okay. Cause I guess her emotions are all out, you know, you know, I guess any mom or any parents that are, as soon as they see that, they want to share that moment. But we were just talking. We didn't do anything physical or hold hands, nothing like that. We were just talking. And um, from there, as time goes by 
it goes back to the communication going separating away from each other mm-hmm. and um, and then I would start seeing my daughter all the time to maybe like four times a day four times a week to three times a week to two times a week to not seeing her at all so she and stopped communicating. She, she's pulling her we away just, we can no we just stopped like she wasn't even providing me to come through you know she wasn't allowing providing me to be as much as involved and stuff like that so unfortunately i had to go to court i had to get an attorney and from there i filed and then uh, september 3rd i got my rights back to for my daughter and then we literally got 50 50 because whatever she felt it wasn't true and unfortunately like i just wanted to be a dad you know yeah. Uh, whatever she felt about me on her I didn't uh, I told my attorney I was like listen I'm pretty sure she's a good mom she just has feelings for me that you know that's why she's not working out yeah how was that process was that was that a hard it's hard yeah it's hard I don't I would have wished this on anybody like to my worst enemy or anything like that what, you know I don't what made it so hard because first attorneys are expensive <laughs> the money uh, was my yeah, it's expensive um, you have to find the money to get it because if you do it on your own, you have to, cause I tried doing it on my own. You have to go to the courthouse and they give you this big book full of papers. They have to fill it out. And then when you fill it out, you have to turn it in. It's 300 bucks. And then that's if it gets processed the right way. So I was like, mm, let me, let me save up some money and find an attorney. So that's what I did. So from then it, the communication is cut between me and the mother. So we're not even communicating at all. So. I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I filed in February. I got an answer in September. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. So September, I saw my daughter again. And then from there, um, my life as a father uh, started over all over again. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I got her back and she was like 10 months already. So how long, like, like before you saw her that that moment, 10 months, how long has it been since you've seen her? From I filed in February, the, the, I think like the, the 12th or something like that. And I didn't see her until the 2nd of September. Oh, you, when I saw her. you didn't see her that whole time? Yeah, correct. February to September? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, dude. That's a, then, that's a long time. And then I would, I would try communicating with the mother and be like, hey, how are you? How can I, is there anything I can do? And she wasn't having it, you know? So I was like, okay. So I would just let my, I would just communicate with my attorney and then that's where we went, you know? Man. So September or whatever date that was, I started getting her and then we officially got a, like a sharing schedule yeah. and then here it is. It's, it hasn't changed ever since, you know, now I have my daughter 50, 50% of the time. Yeah. Now, now you're with your daughter. <laughs> now, now, I feel, now, now I feel like I have her more than she does. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I'm so happy that you get to see your daughter now. How is it? How's it like seeing what's what's life like now with your daughter and stuff like that? What's like, oh man, she has a whole personality. She's talking. She's walking. She like she'll eat a whole taco if you let her. <laughs> um, like like I said, like if you follow me on social media, I'm always posting uh, photos and stuff about her. And she's very outgoing. Like I go to Walmart and she'll just saying hi to everyone. Oh really? Um, oh, she'll she'll walk from the door to the couch. She's she's very smart. Yeah, it's um, oh, so funny. It's cool. Very, um, very. Where where are you where are you headed now, man? What 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 what's up in life for you now? Like you're, you're you got fifty percent custody. Um, yeah. 
father just you know graduated not too long ago like where's god taking you where do you feel god calling you right now so i'm finishing up my i finished my my bachelor's this semester i graduate with my bachelor's this semester um i'm currently employed with department of corrections um i'm an officer there um but uh, like what, I'm, what god's calling me to do you know is to be outgoing for anyone you know because as many people were pouring into me, I want to be able to pour into others, you know, in situations like that, because we never know who's going into a situation that they're upset, depressed, yeah. angry. And I want to just be that friend that if someone needed me, like I'm there for them, just like how they were for me, or I could provide yeah. something like they provided for me. Man, that's amazing. That, that's, that's good job, church. Whoever you guys, like whoever your system is, your support system, man, the, the, you got to keep them. You got to keep them there. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have any advice, anything you want to say to someone who's might be scared about uh, being a single father or dealing with an unplanned pregnancy or or maybe even like a relationship um, that you don't know how to work in, like, you know, like a troubled relationship? Uh, do you have any advice for any one of those types of people? You know, um, all that? I say, okay, um, first is prayer. Hmm. Prayer is what got me through a lot, you know, because you're communicating with the Lord and You'll, you'll seek the guidance, even though you don't feel like no one's listening to you, but he is. So prayer is one. Yeah. Seek accountability, you know, uh, Christian accountability. Yeah. Because they were really, put, like, like, I, I, I 100%, man, like, you prayed for me when I needed it, Aaron. You know, it, it's, it helps a lot. You know, you feel so much better for the person that's getting prayed for. It feels so much better. Yeah. And um, I feel like as far as a relationship, um you just need to make sure that it's, you know, you're both in it for the right reasons, because mm-hmm. if it doesn't, you can, you're not, you're not feeling each other. You guys are just going to get, you know, bored of each other or it's not going to work out. So you just have to make sure before you even step into that relationship. Hello. Yep. Here. here, yeah, here. Sorry. Somebody, somebody called me. Sorry. <laughs> so um, you guys have to be a hundred percent towards each other and, you know, it has to be, you know, godly, you know, hopefully the next person that I'm with, we're both leaning towards the Lord, you know, um, yeah. unfortunately my past relationship, it wasn't like that, you know, and I just wish whoever's next, you know, to all the best really. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think that's almost our time. I got one last question for you. Uh, Pablo, we end every podcast like this cause it's the name of the podcast. Why do you think God is awesome? Why do I think God is awesome? Because my, I have my daughter, you know, um, you know, God provided me with a child that I'm able to uh, mold to be a God fearing woman one day, yeah. you know, and that's what my goal is to make sure that she's fully committed to the Lord. And, you know, I have my family, my friends who, you know, who've been there and it's all because of God. And that's why God is awesome. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you having being on this podcast and having you here, man. Uh, best of luck to your daughter. Um, best of luck to you. Um, and, and, Thank and, you, bro. and, and just raising i mean that's that's i can't even even imagine yet so i mean it's it's uh we'll be praying I, yeah man every day i wake up i'll be like i can't believe i'm still dad yeah <laughs> but it's it like it hit me on her first birthday man but yeah man oh yeah what's all yeah it hit you on the, what, what do you mean on the first birthday what, what i'll be like she's she's a whole one now and she's talking and walking and i'm just like that's my kid no, i still can't i still can't believe it you know it's surreal yeah <laughs> cool man well man uh we love you i love you here man i wish the best of luck to you um thank you guys everyone for watching this episode um of the god is awesome podcast be sure to hit the 
if you're watching the replay of this, hit a hashtag replay in the comments so we know, like, okay, some people are watching the comments. Uh, be sure to share this episode to someone who you think might relate to this um, and might relate to Pablo. And, um, yeah, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks again, Pablo. We'll see you Thank everyone. you, Aaron. Take it easy, guys. That's it.